Welcome back to our Pipe 207. Kingsley here with... I'm DA. And we have some of our friends with us. Oh, side note, I'm actually in Edmonton with DA right now for work and for other things and just staying over for Thanksgiving weekend. And happy Thanksgiving to everyone. So with some friends here, we have Doris, Sandra, and a new friend, Gabe. Gabriel. So he will... Wait, how, how are you new to us first? Let's go with that. <laughs> okay, firstly, how was your week, people? <laughs> Dear, how was your week? I mean, uh, my week was good. You know, I was just chilling. Okay. And then long weekend was fun because you were here. Thank you. Thank we you. did a lot of shopping. You did a lot of shopping. I know. I, know. I had to buy things for my parents. So. Um, I think we went to West Side three times now son. in three days. Yeah, three times in three days. Yeah. What about you guys? Amber, how was your week? Um, last week was pretty okay. Um, I got a new job. And yeah, yeah. Wow. Very stressful job. So. Did we tell the audience that. about your previous job? No. Should I we go through her employment history? <laughs> 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 right to give them backstory. Um, maybe let's save that for another podcast. <laughs> it's sure. A whole, sure. It's a whole. Maybe we should talk about like you know business ethics. But yeah, I got a new job and I'm starting this week. I film tomorrow, but I'm starting on Wednesday. So we'll see how that goes. I guess that's how my weekend went. I had like choir rehearsal and we filmed some audition tapes. And yeah, that's how my weekend went. Okay. Doris? Um, I, I had a stressful week, I think. I've been working a lot. Uh, weekend was nice. I went back to Calgary to visit my parents. It's a lot of sleeping, eating, waking up, eating again. Uh, so that's nice. It's my weekend. And Gab? Yeah, my weekend was actually cool. Like the same thing with you guys probably because I also went shopping <laughs> with Sandra. <laughs> and I hung, I hung out with you guys for a while. Like, um, So it was nice. It was actually cool. Oh yeah, for Polly's birthday, kind yeah. of. Yeah, different from what I used to do on weekend. Like just sleep and watch what can you say? I have a question. Do you go by Gabriel, Gabe, or Gab? Oh my god, I think I go by everything actually. <laughs> you don't have a preferred? No, different. I have different. Gabriel. Like, Gabe, Gab, Gabriel. Gabriel. <laughs> Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a nice introduction to everyone. So, dear, what are we talking about today? Um, well, we have a couple of topics, but I think we'll start off with the pretty privilege. Yes. Uh, Kinsey, you start us off. Sure. So because you're the prettiest one of us all, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, getting prettier. It's buttering day by day. Ah, ah. How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> buttering me up. No problem. But so yeah. Um, why? Why did everyone to think about? Why don't we talk about it? I can't remember the actual. I can't remember either. It was just a topic you put in. The yeah, book. it just came to my head about talking about pretty people. Oh yes, it was because Instagram and. There's a lot of things. So people know that they are like they are either hot, sexy, cute, whatever, and they know they have advantages. I'm just I'm not if you know it, do it. If anyone tells you no, tell them. If you've got it flaunted, you know. If you like if you got it flaunted, if you can use it, you can use it. So that's what I was thinking. I want you guys to give your own takes about it. Doris, can you go first? Um, 
It's not because you got prettier and you start experiencing the privilege. No. <laughs> Don't worry. When I when I start experiencing it, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. We will see it. Wait, wait, wait. So are you trying to say you're not pretty, or you're huh? you not pretty? Or I said I'm not started getting the privileges yet. So uh, I don't think you like the pretty person is actually to tell like I'm experiencing it. We the other people will actually yeah. tell you about exactly. the privilege. Exactly. 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 So what do you think? Does it exist actually? Firstly, does pretty privilege exist? I, yeah, exists. it definitely exists. Sure. I think I think people definitely judge a book by its cover, even though you're not supposed to. And um, and there's a reason we all put efforts into our appearance is that you want to appear more competent, smarter, and overall more trustworthy, or uh, people treat you better. So it's definitely a thing. So um, you have already attested being pretty to be confident to be smarter. To be like, well, this person might not be any of those, though. Yes, exactly. But I think there's just that a uh, pre-existing impression that people just associate the two automatically, mm. which I know Gabe has some different thoughts on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Gabe. What do you think? Yeah, obviously, like same thing. Like people see see someone's pretty, you expect that. Okay, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty confident, smart, stuff like that. But at the same time, it comes at a disadvantage for them because everyone just has that mindset for them. So, or I think that pretty people shouldn't even suffer. They shouldn't even, like, they're always happy and everything. They get everything easy with them, but which might not be the actual thing that's happening to them. So, and, although I know it exists, but I still don't like them. <laughs> and Sandra, the hot kick. Um, actually, y'all please don't listen to that. Eh? But, <laughs> but you know, I'm just gonna. I'm but just we gonna. are the third party observers. <laughs> <The> observers. <laughs> exactly. People that exploit please. the privilege. Thank you. Thank you. And then when people listen to it and they're like, oh my god, who is this Sandra? And then they go find my Instagram page. They're like, oh, she's not even that pretty. Ah. Y'all, so like. Come on. <laughs> yeah. the the she's using it's the down. privilege again. <laughs> ah, exactly. Exactly. Go check out Instagram. I really cannot mean in this, eh? Okay, I do think that um, pretty people privilege exists. Um, I happen to study like a little bit of Korean. I took like a Korean, a couple of Korean classes and um, there's actually something in Korea. At least a long time ago, still a little bit relevant today in Korea and it's called a physiognomy face reading. Basically like a it's said to that when you have like you know nice facial structures and you look super pretty or super handsome you have like a lot of um, blessings and destiny and stuff like that you know good good stuff <laughs> yeah good stuff coming to your face so i think that's also um a reason why maybe like in korea like there's a lot of plastic surgery that goes on because even if they try to like uh move past the um, you know, the superficial part of, um, you know, their beliefs and all of that, it's still, it's still there because, well, people from that other generation, you know, they're still alive and all of that. So in Korea, being, being pretty, I, I think even all over the world, being, being pretty is like very important because it's, I don't know whose fault that is, but the society these days is pretty superficial. And yeah, a lot of things are sometimes easy for pretty people. But let's also not downplay the fact that sometimes pretty people are also like affected by, um, what's it called? Uh, what do I say? 
prejudices? Um, yes, like all of those prejudices that maybe probably they're dumb or they have it easier than maybe <laughs> ugly people. Yeah, maybe sometimes. <laughs> 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 But yeah, like we can't downplay the fact that pretty people also have their own problems. Okay. Maybe not facial problems, but okay, okay, okay. things that have to do with facial I, I want to, so like, bounce off of like the Korean beauty standard and plastic surgery and stuff. Yeah. This is something I think like, um, I don't know about Korea, but I know in China at least, one of the main, like I think, cultural difference is that sometimes... When you apply for a job with your application, you, you attach a photo of, of yourself. yourself. Like yeah, you'll think, get your passport yeah. done, yeah. you take a small photo, and you attach that to your application. <laughs> and um, I mean, in a country like China, where it's like everybody's the same sort of ethnic background, so like there's no like race or anything that plays into it. So really, it's just appearances. You know, mm. it's, and when you take these photos, usually they like enhance it for you, mm. they beautify it for mm. you. And at the end of the day, like it's something that should never even be considered in the first place. But, you know, we're just reinforcing this impression. Yeah. And that was one of the questions I also wanted to talk about. The first thing I wanted to ask was, is it is the privilege shared equally between both sexes or is it just is one sex? Mm. More privileged than the other. I think it depends on the situation. Yeah, yeah. I think it depends on the okay. situation. Okay, okay, let me let me word it this way. Since we live in a patriarchal society where mostly men are in positions of power mm. until hopefully it changes equality and everything. <laughs> which sex do you think is more privileged then? You just said you don't know the answer. <laughs> I just wanted to give you an input. I hope we're all thinking that it's the men that are having the most. Um, no, you know, no, no, definitely in the patriarchal society. We are not patriarchal society. Might even be the men reinforcing it. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying you know? because of. Uh, we are in a society where mostly men have been given opportunities to. Yeah, women are not even today fully empowered. Or even on the table. Exactly. Having an opinion too. So you're actually looked at firstly as your sex. And the other thing I want to talk about was the. I wouldn't say the pressures of being pretty. Because the next thing I want to talk talk about was the BBL, uh, just the Brazilian butt lifts. And yeah. I surgery. That is. <laughs> can, can, can you explain what's a Brazilian butt lift? Okay, so Brazilian <laughs> butt lift. No, 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 no. There's a Brazilian <laughs> <laughs> I actually never knew the meaning until my cousin actually told me like she was gonna get a BBL, and I was like, oh yeah, I just said okay. Then BBL. I picked up my phone. I'm I was sure. like, you crazy? Is it, but isn't there like some abbreviation too for like? Big breast and butts. Is there something? I, like that? It's just just partly surgery. The BBL was uh, invented in Brazil by a doctor. I played a documentary uh, and a podcast about it. Okay. So what happened is that they take fats from other regions of your body mm-hmm. and oh. put it in your ass. But the issue is because of your the fat in your in your rear area has a lot of blood vessels in, in within. So when you pump fat without proper this oh. proper like techniques and the rest. It can actually seep into your bloodstream and go into your heart. Uh, people actually die of complications. Mm-hmm. But BBLs are actually coming very cheap too. Like you can get it for 5k in you know, yeah. different places 3K. around the world. And and this is only for, for like that's for women. There are men that also do like hair surgeries, 
facial surgeries. The reading one is uh, just in rhinoplasty for noses, double eyelids for Asian cultures, and a, a swift chain and everything. So, did you say double eyelid? Yes, a double eyelids. She has one. Oh, me? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually, I read a documentary about, in China, about parents actually giving their Why? children gifts. Because as she said, picture your, your appearance is oh, literally very, uh, very important for job prospects, for everything. So It's it seen as the more attractive feature mm-hmm. between the two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. D, you haven't said anything. Say something. I don't have anything to add. I mean, you know. Are you a hustler? He's just a spectator. Are you a <laughs> I know there's that one guy mm. in England. He got so many plastic surgeries because he wants to look like Jimin. BTS Jimin. Yeah. Oh my God, that is... And then he's like so delusional. He's like, yeah, when I walk in the streets of Korea, people just call me Jimin. No, no one is calling him Jimin. No one is calling you that word. <laughs> no is calling him Jimin. Yeah, but that guy's like, you know, he's has some kind of problems. Wait, I want to ask a question. Has anybody been in a situation where you actually felt that pretty privilege? Like, you see that maybe you stand out because you actually look pretty yellow. You're the prettiest person among everybody. In the context. Definitely. I, like, then I, I'm very sure. So, you have been in that situation. Like, wait. <laughs> so, I feel like Gabriel is asking because he's been in that situation. Have you? Please share. No, because everybody would have. There's no way. Would you like to start? See, that's something a pretty Come, person would say. No, that's true. Everybody would have. There's I, no I, way. I, I Thinking that everybody's no, in their own world. <laughs> so wait, let's just say, let's just say, just like for instance, they put you in the middle of like models, like you might not be the pretty one, but it depends on like you might where you find yourself in, right? I, so that's what I'm saying. I'm not actually saying like, oh. You so know. have you experienced it? Okay, maybe I've experienced. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Can you tell us one time what happened? Yeah, exactly. If you're give happy, us, uh, <laughs> give us, give us the gist. You you brought it up, so you have to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, what happened? Okay, I just finished. Um, I just finished from uni, and my dad was like come for this um, interview my friend's company okay i was like no problem come and when i got there i got to the interview and the other people that were actually there <laughs> then they came in like they actually like fresh graduates actually but when they came in and me i came in and the, the lady that actually worked i think she's from the hr then she came in and she was like are you guys applying for the same job? Like, she, she spoke to me first. She was like, oh, she heard my name and my last name. She, so she already knew, like, my dad. She's like, okay. Then she collected my resume. We were having a conversation. Then she asked the rest, like, are you guys here for the same interview? And they're like, yeah. And I saw her face. She's like, oh, what? <laughs> so I was like, so I was like wow. Because, and the thing is that why I know this was like, because me, when I went, my dad was like, hey, put on the suits, this tie, this stuff. And I was like, okay, okay, no problem. And look, you went the other, the other people that were actually there just. So they were, they were dressing the world. No, no, I, I didn't use that word. <laughs> that means it was. No, no way, word. But I was just okay. like coming from the way I was dressing, and compared to them, oh, the way they were dressed. Yeah, yeah, so like, so she, the lady, like the way the lady spoke to me, and the way she spoke to the rest, she was like, "Oh, you're here for this interview too? Okay, okay, just give me your papers." And she had a conversation with me, compared like I was like. 
Wow, and they already, you know, like, you, you notice the way they start looking at you, like, uh, because you put me on the suit, right? Uh, <laughs> that right. kind of thing, right? Because uh, you're looking nice, so you feel yes. smarter than us. Every time my mom has always said, dress how you want to be addressed. Yeah, so if you're not wearing a suit to an interview, what are you doing? The importance exactly. of dressing sharply. Exactly. But you have to be as smart as you dress. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Because people, people then put that expectation. At least you're not going to be put down because of the way you dress. And exactly. At least they will, keep, they can, they will yeah. put your standard higher. You'll be disappointed yeah. when you find out you're not. You have, know, to, you have to come and embellish. <laughs> You don't embellish everything. It's rather it. than dressing stupidly to show up for an interview and then they cancel you out. Exactly. Right? Before they give you an opportunity to even talk. Okay, Why Sandra, not? give us your experience. Hey, what is that? Sandra, give us um, your experience. Really, I do not remember. It happens every time. <laughs> I'm actually done with this group of people here, y'all. Oh, you're not a big team. I'm mm-hmm. done with all of you. No, 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 I don't remember. I never took note. Maybe sometimes, but... just happens. Anyhow, I wanted to... It's actually moving to another topic, which was social media is not reality. Because most of our present beauty standards have been set by social media, by the influencers, the, the kids, teenagers, to even adults see. And everyone is now using them as a template for their own surgeries. Yeah, I think the documentary I watched was the one of the doctors was saying they don't even come with what they want. They just bring pictures of who they want to look like. And mm. I wanted you guys to think like, what what do you think? Is social media influencing us in a good way or is it the wreck of society? DA, you go first. You know what you should do? You should not be influenced. <laughs> but you know, influence is not meant to be like direct it could be subconscious you don't know yeah. when yeah, you're... but even your subconscious you should be like i don't want to be influenced. but like not everybody has that level of strength you know yeah i'm not saying you should especially at the rate that which most people are making it feel normal yeah. exactly. so like you open your instagram yes. right now you see almost all the girls look perfect like everybody. just unfollow them so, you know did, like... you, did you did you hear what you just said <laughs> when you open your instagram every girl looks perfect what is perfect? No, they no wait like no, wait wait wait. Okay, okay. Let, let me explain my term of perfect. Okay, okay. <laughs> let me listen. explain my term. The audience of perfect. listen to. Okay, okay, the audience is listening. Okay. My I ter- mean, this is how we can find out if we too wish ourselves were also influenced the, yeah, by the yeah. social media, and too, we're also making what is perfect. That yes, you can tell when some things are real. Yeah. You can tell when some things are not yeah, real. Yeah, so right? tell us what so, is perfect. I, no, no, like, like, okay, uh-huh. I, okay, maybe I shouldn't have used the word perfect, but like, yeah, in a, in a kind of way, like, they try to make it look, make their like seem their life is perfect, like mm. your body and everything, right? Which, so everyone wants to like, okay, like the way people are now influenced. You see, okay, you see, like this lady was not like this, but now she's like this. So and like it's more, it's common now. Almost every. Most of the girls are actually now doing it now. Most, Most ladies are actually do. doing it. So it's like, it went, many people are doing it. So it feels like it's normal. I can do it. If you can do it. If you can do it. If you can do it. Why can't I not do it? So it's easy for me to get influenced. So it's not like... Uh, no, I do. I do. I have seen social media of people telling you their journey of their... Their journey of the <laughs> of their treatments, of their surgeries. They actually 
fully follow through the whole process. And what I realized is that if you're going for like before you even think about going for like a surgery or anything, note how the after surgery care is because sometimes it can take weeks or months for you to actually recoup yourself. But I do think social media has influenced. It has changed the definition of what a desired body is, or what a desired mm. um, this thing, like attractions are, and mm. and of different races too. Because before each race has a different a defining body feature, statue, but yeah. now everyone wants every is literally a puzzle piece oh, wow. where everyone wants everyone <laughs> wants something from each race, either the ass from black people. The hair from like the silky hair from white people, the eyelids or the eye structure so from Asians, eight. the figure eight. So it's we are becoming everyone is becoming a matchbox. Like you just pick and play and go from there. So quite a sad reality, but it's it's what it is there. Anything you want, there's a program, a surgery out there for it right. with a price attached to it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it's just the whole machine keeps going exactly. to pump out this non-realistic And, and the medical industry is, sorry, the plastic medical industry or cosmetic medical industry is actually there ready to deliver the services as, I, as much as you're paying. I literally <laughs> saw like on the news the other day, like this two girls, I think, yeah, they're girls, twin sisters, and they said like, They've done like a whole bunch of surgery and all of that, and now they said they wanted to get the same vaginas. The oh my same, god! Like they want the twin, you know? I don't know, like, That's but they insane. wanted, yeah, they wanted the same the vagina to look the same. And I'm like, bro, are you guys like, you know, having sex with the same guy? Who's gonna <laughs> notice <laughs> that? Like, who's looking why? at both? Yeah, like, and then, like, I'm like, oh yeah, this person. looks good. I like it. <laughs> What do you think though? Social media, beauty, This reminds me of something I saw on TikTok recently. I spend way more time on TikTok than I do on Instagram. (laughs) I suppose there's like a huge overlap of of the two two different platforms. But like um, on TikTok recently, there's like that huge trend of the salmon rice by Emily Muriko. Okay. I don't know if everybody's on... Anyway... I've seen I'm it. I'm not on salmon rice TikTok. So. Okay, so basically, it's nothing revolutionary, but this girl, her content really took off because she made this one recipe and everybody started doing what she's doing. And um, on top of that, she also makes videos of her like restocking her fridge, buying produce from I've farmers markets. She's like rinsing and prepping her food every week. Um, and, 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 looking at it as I guess your average everyday normal person it makes you think that she is so high functioning mm-hmm. and she can get so much done I should be able to do it too I see. but the thing mm-hmm. is the things that she is presenting and like the environment and the privilege that she has is something that we don't no. but we don't see that right mm-hmm. you see the video and it makes you think that's everybody's reality and i should be able to do it too but she comes from like a way more comfortable uh family and she has made like a a different kind of career that allows her to do that or like her spouse has different levels of income and so um i think i guess like aside from just the body image that's unattainable sometimes things like that yeah also is 
like subconsciously giving you that anxiety too I would on say, social media. Yeah, I would say before, like everyone, I think you still now, people don't really expect like to be like a, a proper influencer. They're not expecting that lifestyle for everyone. But the main, it's not an issue that, but not, ev- not everyone is trying to be an influencer. So everyone talks about their whole life. And if you see someone with such a productive, has everything shit together, they have everything and that, you begin to wonder, why can't I do that? Exactly. The oppression I'm having is young people with millions of dollars in their accounts. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, toiling away at a nine-to-five, my, my trying to, literally my age group, <laughs> trying to invest, trying to start a job, trying to start a business. And someone is already making millions. I'm like, what am I doing? Yes. But I've told I'm myself, I can't come and kill myself. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I have to take it as I take it and go from there. You're on your own timeline. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I'm on my own timeline. So I can't really rush it. But like just the narrative out there that makes you think you're only valuable when you're always creative, you're always productive, you're always consuming or making something. Otherwise... Nothing. What's the use? Exactly. Why? Exactly. But no, no. that shouldn't be the way of life. Like no one is ever showing like you know the bad paths or the bad spurts oh, no. that they have or like you know the challenges that they have. I think sometimes the challenges are even parts. curated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you 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 want to because you're not shooting like a live. You're you're you're, 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 you're planning to shoot your challenges. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually seen clips of people doing. They will cry and everything. Oh, he's doing video well. Let me start thinking. And they they will start the whole. <laughs> The whole cry, the whole emotion. So even challenges can because everyone is saying that you're not showing a real authentic self. You can actually create an authentic self, and yeah. people will accept that as you being genuine and say, oh, "Okay, he has a challenge." And yes, rightfully so. So people do, but rightfully so. So people don't either. Mm-hmm. People don't show it, and they they try to just normalize like a particular lifestyle and say we are all we are all. Yeah, going back to Instagram, right? You're always just showing the best part of your life. So, Mm -hmm. no, I think since everyone wants to be a content creator, everyone wants to show their life to everybody. And I'm like, sometimes people just pass too much information. That being said, Emily, I would love to be you. I be you. (laughs) You are what I aspire to be. Ah, I see. Okay, even going from there. I'm sure she's listening. Just like <laughs> <laughs> going from there, and uh, recently, um, we had a this is a whistleblower from Facebook, which came out and mm. said that Facebook, um, the algorithm is not really helping teenage um, teenagers. Is giving them body images. Is addicting, and most of their what their engagement metrics. It's used to it pushes this um, divisive information because that's what keep social media going and begins to wonder it's social media which is which are about three of the big ones are controlled by one company what do you yeah like it's all controlled by one one company yeah so and he has so much power on his own and as we have all said social media influences us somewhere even though we try to we are we know that oh this this is an influence but at the end of the day subconsciously we're like I want to have that kind of body. I want to have that kind of lifestyle. You. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and when you're being fed the same thing, every time you open Instagram, you open TikTok, it's just the same engagement, become a rabbit hole. Like, no matter how you give yourself days to, days to like cleanse the whole system, it still comes back after a while. So, what do you guys think? Is it okay for one company to control? like such a large space 
So it probably even say it has some advantages and has some disadvantages. Because like looking at the because there are many issues that's gone up with Facebook because mm -hmm. I did more research on Facebook and this Cambridge Analytic issue mm -hmm. that happened that they sued Cambridge, they sued Facebook for about five point six billion. And that was just in the UK because of the US election. Yeah. So they were actually using um, people's like information, profiling people for just to to like read the election, like to get a sway. To, yeah, yeah, to like they know they profile you, they know okay. I think they'll put up some images out things that'll make you feel like okay, they could profile you like okay, you'll be more of like a Republican. So they'll start putting out those speeds that'll make you more see things that will make you become a Republican mm -hmm. or things that will make you just go their way. So they, they did that actually, they used people's information the wrong way. And so Facebook was denying that, oh, they didn't know that Cambridge Analytics came to them for to use peop, people's, people's information. information and data for research. Instead, they used it for elections. Yeah, yeah, for election, just to read the election and stuff like that. So in that kind of case, that is one big advantage. That is one big everyone's information <laughs> with one company selling so it could be used for anything right so you have people's information everywhere that's one with just one big company so it's easy for someone to say okay you know what i can get almost half of every everyone's the world's information with just one company just one so that's like one major disadvantage like honestly i feel like if you if you think critically about it it's like okay yeah one company owns all of it but even if this huge bunch of information was in the hands of another huge multi-billion you know multi-billion company trillion dollar company yeah well yeah like whatever it's, it's huge money right every i i think like they still have the same ethics that ethics is still terrible. They don't care about the people. Most they don't care about the people. They just care about making more money. It is content that brings them more money. Mm -hmm. Whatever mm -hmm. it is, that is what they're going to push out there. So they don't necessarily care about like the mental health of the teenagers, the youth, or anybody. It's just, oh yeah, this is the topic that a lot of people are you know interested in. So it's not just because it's one company that owns three um um three big um social media platforms is because that's just business they only care about what makes them money true true They're and it was people. acquired right because of business it's all mm. just oh yes i'm yes. surprised yes. Instagram is TikTok was already acquired no, no TikTok yes. is owned by ByteDance, which is in china which yeah. has its own issues i'm surprised uh, that's why i actually didn't have like don't have TikTok because oh, there's a lot has to do with their privacy information like they actually put it there but nobody reads yeah nobody reads terms and agreement no one does <laughs> terms no, one. no one like like no one read the terms that actually accepted <laughs> i tried to read one i couldn't go halfway it was literally just I feel legal like they might be doing that purposely yes because i know nobody wants to read that long bullshit yes. And they should make it like a, the squid game where it's like one, two, three, yeah. sign at the bottom. Yeah. Exactly. Yo, imagine if like, you know, there's like, like a summary. squid game version of that. Like, you know, people that just sign, <laughs> uh, agree, and then you agree to be part of like, you know,
know the next creep game because you did not read the privacy terms and agreements and all of that. We are going to a dystopian society because all our information are in our phones, yeah. are with apps, and every every company is incentivized yes. to get information from you. Like every single every app you're doing wants your location data, the email address, the phone number, everything. This thing, I know you said like TikTok, but I feel like, like you said, it's all of the websites. Oh, okay. I don't know if it was Cam Scanner that I was trying to download again to use, and they were asking to access, you know, my contacts and all of that. Ah. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if it was Cam Scanner, but there was an app that I downloaded to use for something. You don't need my information for that, but you were asking to access my contacts, and I'm like, what you don't need that. That's don't need that. Yeah, on, their own, on their own, like defense is like we ask for your permission. <laughs> definitely bring up yeah. something. Like exactly. That. And also that's they the ask for permission for this and this and this. So that's the whole point. They are asking asking the questions, but if you just say yes and yep. Honestly, I feel like we're so far gone because like even if you don't say oh I grant you permission to this this this, our phones are listening to us this day. Is it Alexa? Is it Siri? And all of that because you know, before our phones. That thing happens. You maybe you're trying to you're get sunglasses. The next thing yeah, on your phone, you're seeing sunglasses like, everywhere. Like, sunglasses. hey, hey, what's going on? You can actually yeah. go to like your like your browsers and make sure they don't send you ads. Because before, when I actually Google any product, mm. I see it on another Google service, mm. and I have to go like, why am I seeing this? And I have to go in and change. Um, but you see, that's the thing. You, you know it because you know you read it you had to go and read about it mm-hmm. but what about the people that are not so you know technology savvy. you know yeah savvy so they don't know how to go about that and mm-hmm. then it's just it's just a whole bunch of yeah we're so far gone because i know it's me i want to make money too it's <laughs> <laughs> but i won't lie we are entering the big data economy where your data is so important it's and so important. if you're working in such a, in a place and everything and if you're a whistleblower too that sees problem say it you are helping society change what it is i don't, I don't have any problem with um, Facebook owning all three it's just that mm. if, i think we should have a problem it's a big problem how do we solve it guys it's yeah, but the solution the is regulation because I don't think they are already so integrated. You should buy one. Why just buy one of them? They are already like, so integrated like, between it's not, all three. It's not about Facebook owning mm. all three. It's about the business ethics of every single billionaire or trillionaire or whatever out there. They just want to the make money. So regardless of thing. even if um someone else buys WhatsApp or buys Instagram, it will still be the same. Yeah, yeah. Hope you know you can turn off your Apple advertising on like your Apple phone, so mm-hmm. like or your privacy, so like you can off it or turn it off. You can so, off like, trackers. Yeah. You want to tell the audience how to do that, just in case they don't know anyone. Oh, US. just go to your settings, then go to privacy. When you go to privacy, then scroll down all the way down, and it goes to Apple advertising. Then you have to turn off your ad- personalized ads. So you won't get like what the new targeted ad information. Mm-hmm. But the only friend you put it there like the Apple advertising platform does not track you. So mm-hmm. why is yeah, <laughs> so designed why do you to protect know? your privacy and does not <laughs> obviously because you guys are the ones using it like <laughs> the same way it was like because the same thing that happened with those guys, they're like, oh people they just wanted to use their research for uh just they want to use people's data for research. Mm-hmm. Whereas they actually use it for the election to interfere with the election, 
But the thing was that Facebook was trying to deny that they didn't know which, but which more like more than some Facebook uh, people that worked for Facebook, some mm-hmm. staffs that actually worked for Facebook came to testify that they actually knew what Cambridge Analytica wanted to use. Because they see yeah. the information, they see that. So yeah. I'm sure they should yeah, see so that's that why they that actually targeted uh, bots and everything to different people. No, most times the whistleblowers already said that Facebook actually does yeah. conduct research on their own systems and they actually document faults that they see in the algorithms. But it's up to Mark, who owns about 55% share in um, Facebook, to actually say if we want to change that or not. That's what the whistleblower was saying, that Facebook can regulate itself if it wants properly. Exactly. But if, from the top down, they from can, the regulation they, to the policy, they can do it themselves. The, the only issue is that everything information is, in is too pocket, much power. The only thing is on that payroll. it's going to affect advertisements. It's going to affect the shareholders. It's going to affect shareholder profits. So they can't be ethical, as you say. They can't push down all this, all the, the different divisive um, information and news and everything. So they have to, to leave some money. there. To make money, exactly. And the more money they have, the easier for them to, you know, acquire and like combine and drive <laughs> out other competition, and yeah, exactly. which change, which helps to create diversity. Anyhow, we are done talking about multinational companies, social media companies. I wanted to ask Kingsley, you did, did you try a brief period of social media cleanse? Yes, I have. How did that work out? It was okay. I've never done that. Before. Do. I don't think I can do it. Yeah, I, I, I had to I had to delete all my apps. I had to off I had to this thing uh, log off from every every electronic I had because so it's subconscious. Like when you're bored, Instagram. What brought TikTok. you back? Oh right, back I had to communicate to people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it feels like being on the radar. And, and also I needed yeah. to know what's happening in pop culture, so you need to be entertained. You need to be literally. You need to be up to date with what's happening around the there. Understand? I won't say up to date. I won't say entertained because, of, but I I do wonder why am I bored? I have things to do, but I still go to social media to just scroll, like for hours. <laughs> why is that a default? It's actually it's actually a de- I actually see it's a default for me sometimes. Where I know I have to, I could stand up from this bed or I could leave my table and do something else, but I'm just. Continue scoring. If I'm bored of social, of this Instagram, I go to Twitter. If I go to Twitter, go back to Instagram. Or then if I'm really bored of both of them, go to TikTok. Oh, Jesus. So uh, like, what do you do when you first get up from bed? What do you guys do? I pick up my pick phone. Up my phone. Pick up my to be phone. honest, I pick actually, I charge my phone, phone in a different room, my parlor. So I have to actually stand up and pick it up if I want to, and then come back to the bed, which is stress. But I charge it in a different room. That's why. But if I charge it on my, beside my bed, I'm picking it up immediately. I stand up. I'm always looking for mine. Where's my phone? Why? <laughs> you do have to if you want. Because I, I sleep with my phone, like actually falling asleep. No, so no. like on your chest. You're like no, no. I don't. I don't think it's advisable to morning routines are very helpful. I will. I will tell you like either you put your phone in a different room or you try to make sure that the first thing you do might be like a shower or like a, or let me say simple workout at home. Like just not be your phone to be the first thing. Every time you start doing that, at least a month two actually, two months, you'll be able to actually stop yourself from always, because by the time you're on your phone for 30 minutes, 30 minutes can turn to one hour, and that's when you're like, oh, you have to get to work, I have to do this, I have to do that. Yeah. I've seen that they say like, like an hour before you go to sleep, if you're not looking at your phone, you sleep better, or in the morning when you wake up, and you're not immediately 
you know, engaging your brain activity just with your phone, mm-hmm. then you're also more focused. Don't worry, have a headache every time you wake up. It's no shot. No, the thing is that what I feel is actually like most times, like when I off my phone for like maybe two hours, three hours, or four hours. Mm-hmm. And I was not sleeping. I'm always so eager to actually go back because I it, it feels like I've been out of the world. I see. As, I that, don't know that, why. That, that I don't know why. It just feels like I have a lot to catch up on because let's just say I left because one day, one time I left my phone with someone and I was like, you know what? I'm not rushing to go pick up my phone back. Let me try to stay away. I held myself down for just one day. I picked up my phone the next day. Like, I was standing at the person's door and I was just scrolling, scrolling. I tried to update myself. It felt like I was out of the world for like a month. I'm just trying to update myself. But you're saying addiction. But I don't know why it feels like that. Like, I know it's not right, but it's... We should take a mountain retreat where they take away your phone for a month. And you just be there with your thoughts. I do think so. I, I am trying to more meditation, more mindful meditation. And before I sleep, no, not only social media, that no, no, no form of external stimuli. If you want to read a book and <laughs> I would like read anything, just like, just no form of external stimuli. Read mm-hmm. something that yeah. just keep your mind. I think the one I tried asleep. doing was like, you know, the way Apple tells you or your phone tells you. Yeah. Like the rate of how, like, how many hours you use your phone, like, yeah, every day, screen like, time, screen time, yeah, screen time, yeah. So, I was like, okay, maybe let's see if I could try reducing that. What's your average screen time? My average screen time, to be honest, like nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, <laughs> nine hours, nine. My list was eight hours. Wow, that's my list. My least, usually, it's hours. like six what? hours. If it's really bad, maybe it's like eight hours, even during work, work days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I work, I'm always school. But like there's hours, you know, <laughs> if I'm, I'm getting, if I'm, there's times in between and if I'm getting off work, I'm on my phone. Mm, so. That's true, yeah. Because I can't go off like all social media because like it's like going off the radar. Like, mm. Mine, mine is probably a lot because I have to use my phone a lot because of work. I watch YouTube yeah. on my phone a lot, so. <laughs> I think I I was tra- I was tracking my own this thing, but what I realized is that I just left my phone to my laptop. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was it's it's so I was tracking my phone like I was like okay yeah I have to make it below six hours. So but I just realized that like, I was watching YouTube on my laptop, <laughs> Instagram on my laptop, Twitter. But I was just just move it because laptop you can't track it. Can't track it. <laughs> Channel it to a different source. <laughs> different non-trackable source so bad so sometimes i just realize that it doesn't really change anything it's still but yeah but i think it's getting bad like your phone is like everything so you like the battery is and the battery doesn't die but when it's when it's almost there you begin to feel anxious that ah, this is going on the rest but see looking how dependent we are there's no way our minds are strong enough to not be influenced by anything thank you we <laughs> just don't follow like the people, you know what I mean. You don't. You don't. You don't even. I forgot to. You go to explore page. You don't follow anyone in explore page. You just I don't go to explore page. I'm ah, sorry, no. You go to explore page a lot. Like the thing is that it just depends on you. If you have that urge already, you're just you're just looking for something to just push you into doing that. So it's not. You're going to social media to see what like what will make me do it. Like since everyone is doing it, it's just like the way challenge or trends go on. You see, everyone is doing it. Let's do it too. Exactly, those challenges. Okay, sometimes I get music, they, they spawn music for me. Mm, I'm, I'm like, you hear one song, play, 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 play. I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. And then this Squid Game, I'm hearing that they are, I've not even watched the show, but just the. Like, the, green light. 
not the green like the, like the Korean one. The Korean like the Korean words you are saying. I'm like, why are you saying this every time? Mm-hmm. Like everyone is just doing the same thing, and it becomes obviously people like it's good because people are blowing from there. Like if your music is playing on the challenge, and I think everyone is now curating their. I would say TikTok has really got a niche. Everyone is curating their whole lifestyle to TikTok. That every music, every media, every content, it's for it to be a trend. And it's not, obviously, there's still indie act, um, um, actors, indie films that not, not really for they're just doing it for artistic desires and pleasures and like for just for the fun of it. But what I'm hearing is that for music and everything, it's mostly for a challenge, for a dance, for this. Some people are actually, I think before in Nigeria, I think it's still happening. So when, when artists release the music, they will say dance to this and we'll give you uh this thing. We'll give you money oh, for winners of the challenge. Chal- the challenge. Exactly. They actually they are incentivizing it. Before it even became like a TikTok thing where it's like automatically goes to TikTok. This one before on Instagram, they say upload your this thing to my page, DM me your videos, I'll put it on my page, and then sometimes the the people will go this thing will say who the winner is or we'll pick a winner from there. And that's why they're making the music to play because of the top purpose. They have different categories for the price money, but that's how it's a marketing it's marketing point, obviously. So, yeah. but yeah, but that's mostly it. I don't yeah. think. No, it's been a good discussion. We should wrap it up now. Yeah. Um, usually, we like to wrap it up by like giving recommendations about like just anything One. that you're watching or reading or not related to what we talked about, about today, but just in general. And movies, TV shows, or whatever. Hinsy, you can go first. Do I? Yeah. I don't really want yeah, to. No, I guess go first. You don't have any recommendations? I'll go, I'll go later. Okay. Doris, go first. Okay. Um, so, recently, Dean and I, we watched this Danish crime investigation miniseries on oh, Netflix. I see. It's called The Chestnut Man. Uh, it was adapted from a book uh I don't know how long ago, but um, yeah, it was very interesting. It's, um, I think, good pacing, good storytelling. If you're into that sort of, you know, gloomy uh, European sort of atmosphere and uh, just crime solving in general, I think, uh, I think it's a good watch. Sandra? Um, Well, okay, for like um, American TV shows, if you're into like, you know, like all of the crime solving and you know the swords and all of that and you don't like the personal drama of the characters too much in any like series um maybe watch SWAT because it's about like well SWAT offices <laughs> and you know how they save the day and you know all of that I, I'm not really someone to watch American TV series and all my friends know that but Yo, I started this show, like, season one. It's not even a comedy show. I would watch it if it was comedy, but this is not comedy. And I, I'm actually literally waiting for this season five to come, <laughs> <laughs> to come on Netflix. Like, I finished everything and I didn't skip an episode, which is a huge thing. <laughs> it's a huge thing for me. And then, okay, for Korean shows, um, uh, there's a lot of good Korean shows. Uh, what's a good one that I recently watched? Devil Judge, actually. I really love like crime and all of the justice stuff and this is set in like a dystopian career it's pretty good they said instead of like a court of law that is just the judge um the judge and then that the his you know partners and maybe sometimes jurors 
this time it's live like they judge it live for the whole of korea to see oh, that's and cool. then they use an app to decide the sentencing wow. the, yes the citizens that's decide crazy. the sentencing for the um you know for the defendants yeah yeah and all of wow. that so like it was so crazy because now like the politicians are the one who the well the president was the one who came up with that and put him there well they put him there so that they could control like a lot of other stuff but now the guy is called the devil judge because now he was trying to bring them down mm. yeah because he actually had a vendetta against them what's for the movie for the people now To give us the gist. <laughs> Gabe, please talk. Dear, please cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I agree. It doesn't have to be a movie. It could be anything. It could be anything you want to recommend to the anything audience. Anything you enjoy. Anything you're taking your fancy, funny, mindful, spiritual. The movie we saw tonight. The movie <laughs> we saw tonight. We didn't even talk about it. We watched James Bond, guys, 007. You're watching Castle. No spoilers, please. No spoilers. 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 It's actually good. Go and watch it. Go and watch it. Okay. Um, I'm literally, I don't know why it's hard for me to come up with something to recommend. Anything. Physical, it feels spiritual. Like, it feels like if I recommend something and it doesn't go as planned, like, Come back and judge me. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> no one is listening. No one is. No one. Okay. Um. What? Okay, um, what oh, let me see. Yes. Just watch. Um, I just. I'm into comedy, so I just like to like take my mind off something and like let me just uh, watch something around. So I'm the hook to Seinfeld right now. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big yeah. fan of Seinfeld. I'm rewatching Seinfeld as well because it <laughs> came too. on Netflix recently. Yeah. It, since it came on Netflix, I've started watching it and. Uh, Trust me, it's not that kind of like the other comedies that they're trying to force it out, but it's just, yeah, it's just the characters funny. themselves like just yeah. <laughs> make me forget. Like, even if I'm thinking about this, something I'm just like, no, this guy is just so crazy. Yeah. Like, imagine me being like that. No, so it's just funny. I feel like it's been talked about as such a classic. I haven't watched it, but I feel like if yeah. I were to, I would come in with like just really high expectations. You know what? Just have low expectations. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it's super Dude, not everyone like can just turn off emotions or can just say this. Like you're saying, just do this. Just do recommendation. No, what is your own? Because for some reason... You should watch Sanfield. What is your own? Dear, what's your recommendation? I mean, you should watch No Time to Die, the new James Bond movie, okay. for sure. But we watched um, the new show on Netflix, Pretty Smart. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah. like it's, it's funny, yes, but... It's funny, but it's What like show was that? Pretty, pretty Smart. Pretty Smart. Pretty just smart. Came oh, out. I thought that that was almost like they were trying to make you like friends. Is it good, though? No, it's, no, it's, it's not, not like, like friends. friends. Can we get what the, what's the setting of the show? It's I'm like sure. this one lady, she was uh, like a pretty teaching smart. assistant or something. And she's really smart. And she has like a... Less it's conventionally sister. smart sister. Just she's, a dumb sister. She's right? like more street smart. <laughs> well, I think I saw the trailer for that. And then they move in together. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah like but she has, she has roommates. 20 too. minute comedies that are like. Exactly. That we don't, don't have to That think we might not see in two. That will stop at season one. Probably. Because yeah. I, I was already judging the name of the show. I was like, you know. 
I think sometimes names also influence how far the movie would go. Yeah. But why did they call it Pretty Smart? I'm like, imagine, that doesn't feel like a name that would go pretty just by the name of oh it's true Keys, okay. give you a recommendation okay recommendation I'm not really I don't really I'm not really caught up on shows like I'm so bad that sometimes one episode two episodes if I don't if I don't finish it I'm not watching it again it's gonna be on my so I would recommend not really recommend just go and watch Dear White People season 4 it was a musical mm-hmm. season but it wasn't really a musical like that so I'm sorry I don't I love musicals but wait, wait, wait I, will, I will say I will okay. say I will say don't, yes yeah, don't say it yeah. I will say like I, I thought because when I heard it was musical I was like what's this but at the end of the day it was only like one or two sometimes only one scene per episode oh, it wasn't fun. like I, 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 why did they name it musical? They could just say they were singing every just one scene. Yeah, it's, it wasn't. They should like just surprise me. They shouldn't put it there because thank you. Just put it there. Not, don't, no, yeah, 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 yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't like a musical where every scene was yeah. like you break remember, you break into song and dance. Remember mixtape or something? We watched like the first three episodes. And we couldn't figure out it was a musical. Yes. But then we couldn't figure out if it's the past or the future. Yes, I am that, that was a musical yeah. because everything was just music. Yeah. But this one was That's actually drama and everything. Yeah. And then once in a while music. But apart from that, I would say tone down on social media, like people. Okay. Eh? Tone down a little. Eh? We are all being you can see my brother just talked about yeah. phone yeah. addiction. We are all, don't, don't we are all addicted on social media, here. but listen to, to our, our podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> our podcast is not social media, podcast it's content. And follow us on Instagram. See what's going on. Right? Follow us on every social media, but Tone down your consumption. Like we yeah. see, we don't blast you with we don't post content. Often, so Listen uh, to the podcast. Yeah, and post check it. yourself. You're being influenced by unrealistic standards. Yeah. True, 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 true. Anyhow, thank you very much. Thank you for being in the yeah. episode with us. We are gonna go back to our previous. I'm going back to work. So so back to usual. Road to twenty one. Twenty one. Exactly. We didn't even start with that. But yeah, road. We want to make sure at least we can get to twenty one episodes before we reevaluate and. Yeah. <laughs> well, I see if you want to do season two from there. Right, but at least twenty one for sure. Exactly, what exactly. Is this episode fifteen. 15. We are we're there. Time. We're close. So do yeah. the guests do we get any guest packages? Pa- so do <laughs> <laughs> if you want okay, plug plug your social media or plug your business. Your package is easy drives you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You can walk. You can walk, it's not I like, our guest speakers. Yes. 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 Yes.